Welcome, Pathfinders, to find the Path Podcast actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Now in the lair of a serial killer. Yes, Maybe. hunt a killer edition. Respect. Yes. Alleged murderer. Allegedly. <laughs> I guess that's true. He is an alleged murderer at this point. Yeah, remember when Chesar was like, hey, Kalanis, maybe you should like come stay with me for a little while because there's a serial killer in Cantargo, And she said, oh, I'm fine. And now the serial killer's her next door neighbor. To be fair, I she's mean, been fine. I, <laughs> I, I want to point out that your argument is there's a serial killer that lives in your house. You should come live with me in the tower at the school that housed the most prolific serial killer in the entire history of this city. Yes, but he didn't kill people at the castle. <laughs> you, know. you don't know, know if this guy's killed anyone here. Well, there's two missing kids, but there are two missing kids. We think those are abducted by the ghost we're thieves. Yeah, we're guy. hoping that yeah, we're, we're thinking that's a different thing. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a like a children's book series. Like, ghost you thieves know, guild, <laughs> the Silver Raven and the the Silver Ravens in the case of the Ghost Thieves Guild or something. That sounds I'm really sensing great. A new book yeah. series that yeah. Victoria is going to try. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. Reach out to her brothers, like, who's your publisher? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, she was the one doing most of the editing before she left. So. Mm. I've got an idea for a new series. <laughs> All of that notwithstanding, I suppose to, to jump back into things, when last we had left our heroes, the Silver Ravens were investigating a string of murders in Old Cantargo, mm-hmm. searching the, the site of the murder and then searching Vespam's uh, artisans guild before uh, eventually kind of going back researching the uh the site of the murder again before nicola went you know what i'm just gonna go in there and talk to vespa myself mm-hmm. see if i can't get the uh, the down low from the the owner of the place mm-hmm. yeah which admittedly i mean it was i i assume there's a chance that he doesn't tell you uh, i mean it's a diplomacy check to see whether or not he mm-hmm. is willing because again it's whether or not you can convince him that this person that he knows may actually be responsible for murdering multiple people, <laughs> mm. which is somewhat of a hard or hard sell as far as he's concerned, because he, uh, how do they phrase it here? Um, he is exceptionally protective of all mm. of his apprentices. That's respectable. Mm. But you actually put in the note that you gave me on this guy. Yes. Um, I think about seven or eight months ago. <laughs> yep. So, so I've been sitting on that for a little while. Cause I gave a uh, Nicolo a bit of a heads up with the people that he worked with, which includes, yeah, just cause I've, to hire or help this guy hire some people before, yep. including Vespasio Vespum. That's a great name. Who actually reminds I figured out who he reminded me of Oswald Fiddlebender. That was the ah. name of the gnome of Icewind Dale. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, the inventor mm-hmm. who invented the airship that didn't work and crashed. That's a good game. Anyway, good moving game. on. <laughs> Yep. Anyway, you had found out from him that uh, there was potentially one person that he thinks maybe uh, would match your description, which is a, uh, a young man by the name of Varl Wex, who uh, had an injury that matched this after having a, uh, a run-in, apparently, with someone outside of the Temple of Asmodeus who had stabbed him in the leg and caused some permanent injury there, mm-hmm. uh, and then yes. underwent kind of a personality change following yeah. that. We have a doppelganger theory happening right now. Potentially. <laughs> or possession, right. you know. Rachel's bed and doppelganger. Or werewolf. <laughs> Could be werewolf. Yeah, but I correlated think he's the just murders. crazy. <laughs> yeah, but people don't usually just become crazy. There's, there's Yep, there's usually a step in there somewhere. But you had made your way to uh, his place of residence, the Udemus Tenement, which is, I think, the site other than the Long Roads Coffee House that I'm getting the most use of in this book Seriously. so far. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone lives here. This place probably only houses maybe like a hundred people in the entire building, but everything keeps coming back here. Well, I mean, it's a five-story structure with four Mm. rooms on each floor. 
So yeah. I mean, there's 20 Depending rooms on if it's family, here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could be like 50 to 70 people at least. So mm-hmm. yeah, a four-person family lived here. Mm-hmm. That's it's not comfortable living because it's literally living in a space that's 25 feet by 30 feet. Mm. You make do with what you got. Yeah. <laughs> you arrived up here, uh, Cesare, uh, very concerned considering that his uh, sister actually lives here. But uh, fortunately, she is currently out, uh, assuming she's not murdered. You then made your way over to the uh, precinct past that. You Rick then made your way Cesare over to, to be his evil, door. Is what I'm hearing from this. <laughs> you know how Cesare you were trying to, to be a, a good evil. Spree. No, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> trying to be a good evil person. Um, <laughs> you then uh, had to unlock his exceptionally well-made lock. Uh, that being yeah. said, actually, I, I kept kind of going, yeah, his exceptionally well-made lock, but it actually is just an average lock. Yeah, uh, yeah, DC but that's expensive. Average. Well, average locks are, yeah, they're definitely more expensive than yeah. a poor lock. It's 15 gold pieces. It's yeah, yeah. pretty expensive. Wow. I have a poor lock if we need it for anything. I, we took it off of something. Mm. Sure. After some uh, trial and error, Cesare was eventually able to uh, break through the locks, and uh, you just stepped inside of the apartment of the killer. And uh, I suppose that's where we should go ahead and roll back into things, shall we? Let's go. Yes. So, I imagine Nicolo probably takes point actually going through this door. Nicolo or Lucia. Probably Nicolo because he's got the trap spotter. Yeah. Trap We're not sure if this thing. place. Yeah. We don't know. This guy already has a really good lock and he had that little like piece of string. rope or whatever string. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. he knows he's very paranoid at least about people breaking into his house. Or so yeah, it's whatever. entirely possible he's left us a welcome present somewhere. Yeah, one of those, like, I imagine it's one of those, like, you go to the, the, the villain's lair and he's got the, like, booby trap that destroys all the evidence. Mm. So, opening the door, stepping inside. Again, the Udemus Tenement is a dark Spartan building. The hallways are well taken care of in that well-worn sort of way. The hallways outside are exceptionally clean, as in they've been regularly dusted, but it's one of those places where people have been walking so long that the veneer has worn off of the wood in the mm. center of the hallway mm. to the point that you can just kind of, it's like dark red along the outside and then kind of a lighter tan towards the it's center. It's like they've made a trail except in wood instead of grass. Yes. Stepping in here, you're not entirely positive what you're probably initially expecting. This chamber is about 20 feet wide, about 25 feet in overall depth and exceptionally tidy. Off towards your right hand side is a table a, what seems to be a dining table with two stools, although it's mostly covered with a variety of small gears and cogs mm. laid out yeah, over its surface. Mm-hmm. The surrounding walls are covered in numerous bookshelves, these containing a variety of different uh, knickknacks and baubles, but also a number of different tomes. A comfortable looking chair faces towards a cold fireplace on one far end of the chamber, with a side table set next to it with a stack of books atop it, and a rather worn-looking second-hand rug set in front of it. Off towards your left-hand side, you can see the equivalent of a kitchenette with a stove set against one corner of the room. Although, judging by the, the lack of prep items or anything else that you see around here, you don't think it's probably been used in some time, and the wash basin nearby is basically dry. Mm. That being said, it is still well-maintained. Two doorways exit this chamber, not actual doors. As instead of doors themselves, it's just curtain rods with long red draped curtains blocking access deeper into the rooms. A single window is the only source of light into this chamber. 
As you glance at it, you can see across to the uh, the rooftops of the next door, next building. An orange tabby glances in all of your direction, but continues to nap atop the roof. Oh, hi, kitty. <laughs> all right, let's search. Be careful where you step. Is this basically the same layout as Kalanis' apartment? It's identical, but mirrored. Mm. Although Kalanis actually had a curtain blocking off a corner of it, which was uh, her son's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cesare would let them know that, hey, that's the bathroom and the bedroom. Bathroom, oh. bedroom. Very well. Check the bathroom first, I guess. It's probably going to have less in it. Most likely. <laughs> if you can avoid touching anything, avoid touching anything. Agreed. Okay, well, it's, it's hard to kind of look through everything without touching anything, but we can try. I think it's more just don't leave evidence that you were here if you can help it. Mm. Yes. All right, so I suppose a quick round table. What is everyone doing? All right, well, Adrian is going to go look in the bedroom. Okay. Since Nico was going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I got to well, go potty. You know I, mean. I know. <laughs> Um, let's see. I think I will go check this supposedly never used uh, kitchen area and see if there's like, I don't know, a murder weapon hidden in there. Very well. Chesare will check the pile of books that are actually being read by the fire. And then I guess uh, just around that area in general. So basically the armchair. Yeah. Okay. And if there's anything on the mantle of the fireplace or anything like that. All right. And Vittoria will don her gloves and then take a look at the, uh, whatever he's working on at the dining table. Very well. Nicola? Yeah, I'll, I'll go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. So uh, first off, go ahead and give me a um, perception roll from Lucia, perception roll from Cesare, and a perception roll from Vittoria. Uh, Vittoria, if you like, you may also make a crafting check or lore clockwork if you have it. Yes, and I am on the case. Uh, thank you for reminding me, actually. Uh, with your That's Odd, you do notice that there's um, something over by the floor near the uh, uh, exit to the bedroom and maybe the entrance to the bathroom. Uh, so, Lucia, making your way over to the kitchenette area, you're fairly certain that this has never been used. Like, wait, so, like, it's literally brand new or, like, like they put it in... I mean, it doesn't look brand new, as in, like, you think that it was the one that was already here before. It's more you think it has never been used, as in this has probably not been turned on maybe the entire time this guy has lived here. Then again, you don't actually know how to turn on a stove. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, and I apologize. I did also forget to uh, to mention one other thing. Uh, of curious note, next to the chair oh. facing the fireplace on the table uh, immediately by the inside door, both are artfully arranged bouquets huh. of vibrantly smelling f- flowers. Mm. Probably that helps uh, combat the slurp grease smell, if I had to guess. Maybe, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'd be interested to know what kind of flowers, but I'm not looking at that area. So Nope, me neither. Indeed. You said there's some on the table by where I'm looking? Yes. Uh, you can easily identify them as primarily uh, roses and posies. Huh. Mm. Interesting. Now I'm thinking as ring around the rosy, pocket full of posy. <laughs> ashes, mm. ashes, we all fall down. Yep. Cesare, you make your way over. The chair itself, the chair, the table, the rug, all of these appear to be secondhand. As in, from what you understand of your description of this guy, he is probably not exceptionally old. Uh, Many of these pieces of furniture, however, look to be 30 or 40 years old. The chair has been restuffed at some point, although not reupholstered. And as you approach it, you look it over, you can see that uh, it looks to be comfortable. And someone has actually put a sheet over the back of it as well as the seat. 
Uh, the sheet has a number of yellowish grease stains on it. Oh, because he's not changing his clothes. He's just sitting down, but he wants to keep the upholstery clean-ish. Mm-hmm. What a weird thing to care about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, looking to the fireplace, you can tell that the fireplace has probably been lit in the last, um, I mean, judging by how fresh this ash is, probably in the last 24 hours, maybe last night. That being said, there's no actual, like, oil lamp or anything else over here to read by. So he has to be lighting the fire, yeah. Uh, lastly, you look over the books. We'll get back to that here in a second. Vittoria, you make your way over towards the table. Look it over. Probably smell the uh, the fragrant roses as you begin to approach. What he is making, you have absolutely no idea. Okay. That being said, you do note something of curiosity, which is the fact that whatever has been here, like even as you step forward, you look at that, you bring up one gloved hand, you just kind of trace a finger over a large cog. There's a thin layer of dust covering everything here. These books are new. They're all on alchemy and medicinal subjects. Well, he hasn't been working on clockwork recently. There's enough dust here. I'd gauge it two months of buildup. He's also not eaten at home, because uh, this has never been used, probably since he moved in. He does use the fireplace, but there is no other oil lamps. He would need some sort of light to read by. I will let any of the three of you in that room having this conversation now go ahead and make me a wisdom check. Wisdom check, wisdom you, say. Check, you say. I was going to give it to free if either of the other were in that room, but they're not. Hmm. That means we might know something, Nicola. <laughs> I know something? What? <laughs> I have a zero wisdom, so... I rolled a five. Cesare also rolled a five. I rolled a a five for a five, though. (laughs) So this makes a lot of sense because, you know, Cesare and Lucia. What is that supposed to mean? Victoria, with your general knowledge, uh, you are well well aware that, especially as it is getting later on the year, a fireplace is basically a necessity. As in, you need that for warmth. However, a poor artisan probably couldn't actually afford an oil lamp or the cost of oil to keep, constantly keep light. And so it's such it's not really surprising to you that a less affluent individual would not actually have an oil lamp. Yeah, I think it's just more Lucia and Cesare are probably the more likely to be people. Of we are very bougie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have given that for free to, you know, Adria or Nicolo, <laughs> oh. who have both lived yeah. on the poor end of things for most yeah. of their lives. Which means he has dark vision so he can read at night. No, he's got <laughs> the fireplace. Yeah, he probably uses it to read also, too, but it's like... I don't think you like, can read text in the dark. Technically... I, I think in second edition you now can. Yeah. Oh, you can? Okay, I think you see like, yeah. Physics-wise, but... that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but he's got the books he's reading and the new books over here by the fireplace, and the fireplace has been used. He's using it for light, but too. that also means what money he does have, instead of going for creature comforts, is going into these books. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Elsewhere. And by that, I mean 10 feet away on the other side of a curtain. <laughs> Honestly, I can almost so hear their voices away. on the wind. <laughs> it's almost like they're in the room with me. You can hear them chatting in there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. the curtains are actually exceptionally thick, so they do a fairly good job of uh, soundproofing. Yeah, nice. Adria, you step through the curtain and into a bedroom. A bed sits off towards one corner of the room. Honestly, a little bit too long for the area that it sits in with a nightstand next to it. Off towards your right-hand side is what appears to be a dresser, half open. And a single window allows light to play into this room from the outside. Interestingly enough, you're going to guess maybe to help him with uh, actually like waking up or anything like that. There are no curtains on that window. Mm -hmm. Although actually there are no curtains on any of the windows you've seen thus far. Mm. Curtains cost money. 
Well, he might also be one of those gets up with the sun type of people. A large red rug covers a vast majority of the floor here, looking to be just as well-worn and moth-eaten as the one in the living room. Although again, for the quality of this place, everything here looks like it was well taken care of. I use the phrase was because at one edge of the large rug is a massive pile of old clothes mm-hmm. that reeks Adrian of this slurk size. Smelling of urine and cheese. Uh, on the nightstand next to the table is what looks to be the largest bouquet you have ever seen. All right, I'm going to poke through these clothes. Okay. Looking for Look blood. Look for those mostly. blood stains. Glade TM plugins did not exist here. So. <laughs> no. I'm looking at the flowers like, you're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Niklo on the other side of the wall, the other curtain. By the way, there's uh, nothing to hold these curtains in place. Um, and it's that kind of thing where they're almost like sewn into the uh, the pole that goes across the top. Like you can't really crunch them up or anything. Uh, so there's no real way to hold them back. Mm. Niccolo stepping into this room. This appears to be a bathroom. A wooden tub occupies a fair portion of this room. Conveniently enough, of course, you are the person with dark vision as you step in here. And there's only a tiny line basically uh, along the top of the, the wall opposite from where you've come in. It's basically about six inches high and runs six feet long. So it provides privacy and a modicum of light. Mm. However, anyone else would be in here would be in dim, dim illumination. Beyond the tub there, there's a large rug that covers the floor here. Uh, This one looks to be a somewhat sturdier make than the other ones, but despite that, again, quite old. Mm. A bucket sits off towards the side, uh, thankfully cleaned recently. Hey! Next to that is a wash basin, which sits at about waist level, and underneath it is a bucket of fresh water. Mm. Although, from what you could see whenever you came up, it looks like you have to walk all the way down three flights of stairs and then to the well behind the establishment to actually get water. Mm. Not convenient. Uh, A string has been hung up, blocking off one corner of the room, and from that dangle a number of uh, different clothing items. Judging by the kind of not-quite-moldering smell... You think that these have been hanging here to dry for some time. Mm. Judging by these scrape marks on the floor, it looks like the bathtub is also is both for washing people as well as washing clothing, as well as putting underneath the clothing when the clothing is drying. Multi-purpose. Mm-hmm. Nicola's looking around like this place is like a palace. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta move into the Unimus Tenement Building. You you have you have a separate bathroom and bedroom. Nicola looks around. It's like after I arrest this guy, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll take. Maybe his I room. should move in here. Clannis and I can be neighbors. <laughs> then maybe uh, Cesare will stop stressing all the time. <laughs> and then I can hit on Clannis. <laughs> oh. oh my! Oh my! Goodness. Um, it doesn't look like there's any hidden, you know, boxes or anything, but I suppose I'll take a look around the tub just to see if there's anything like dropped by there or something. I don't know. Uh, since these rooms are smaller, it's just a perception roll from each of you to search the rooms. Okay. Very good. Adria, you make your way through this room. Reminded vaguely of searching and cleaning your uh, your son's room when he was <laughs> a young boy. Hey, Vasilio never felt this bad. That's fair. Everything in here has that faint smell to it. That being said, it's not actually as bad on the um, bed as you anticipated. He sleeps like, he's naked. Not, yeah, he, he's not sleeping in his uh, slurp grease covered clothes whenever he's on there. That would be really, really, really gross if he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, that being said, despite the fact that, again, everything here was fastidious at one point, 
there are now signs of like grease stains on the pillow. Uh, where you're going to guess grease in his hair and now drape across that. Looking over the nightstand, a single book on the nightstand Hmm. uh, that appears to be a book dedicated to clockwork theory of the ancient people. It looks to be well-loved as far as like it's well-worn. The spine's actually kind of like when you open it, the spine makes no noise. It's been opened Uh. so many times. That being said, it also, judging by the dust on the top of it, does not look like it's been touched in months. Mm. The clothes are... Filthy. That being said, there's no blood on these that you can see. You don't know. The opening up the wardrobe here, the curious thing is that there is nothing in this wardrobe. As in, you're going to guess, judging by looking over the clothing on the floor, uh, that he eventually exhausted all the clothes that he had once held in this wardrobe, and now is just going through the, you guess, least smelly clothes that he still has on the floor as he cycles back through his dirty laundry. <gasps> Does it really match up with the fastidious care of which mm, no, you know, something the, uh, the main him. area is being taken yeah, care of? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Possessed is feeling right. Nicolo, curious. Again, this room has not been uh, kept up, you think, as well as it once was. That being said, it looks like this bathtub is used frequently. Although, strangely enough, it's... There's just kind of a rim of water down towards the bottom and leaning in, there's there's maybe a faint smell of something coppery covered mm. by this horrid stench through this place. Searching over by the sink, you can glance over it, kind of look it over before an idea comes to you. And uh, I'll go ahead and give you that information. I found something. Oh, well, good, I guess. <sighs> I'm going to go in there. Yeah. Vittoria, yeah. you'll probably want one of your bags ready. I don't think we should be taking anything. I don't think he's going to notice this. Vittoria comes bag in hand. I mean, he ate very cleanly. Niccolo indicates a section in the sink where there appears to be some blood-stained hair stuck in the drain. Ooh. Ooh. Yikes. Let's cram all of you over there because only four yeah. of you can comfortably fit in that room. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to notice that this was taken. He might. I don't know. Well, um, Vittoria will pull out one of the um, glass vials that she keeps in her bag and some tweezers and <laughs> put it in there. Yep. That's what I think do. that this is definitely a person, though. The bathtub reeks of, well, not reeks, but the bathtub does smell faintly of blood. And he's been using it a lot lately. Yeah, well, he ain't been using it for cleaning his clothes because he doesn't have, like, a scrap of clothing in that dresser and everything is disgusting on the floor. Mm. I wonder if he just gets rid of the clothes that have that has blood on them. Mm. I mean, that's what I would do. You don't want to leave evidence around in case somebody came snooping. I'll My keep guess. that in mind, Lucia. So what happened to him? Because uh... Also, Lucia's like, oh, this is soiled beyond repair. I guess I just buy new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I found a book about his, uh, you know clockwork stuff, but it hadn't been open in like months. Mm. Something obviously shifted in him. Uh, It could be a possession, it could be something erratic, or it could just be a trauma response, but either way something has changed. It was drastic. Well, he did get attacked by something, maybe. Cesare is gonna just cast uh, Detect Magic and just see if anything lights up in this place. Like, just kind of do a loop around the... Just in case there's any yeah. magic that we do, we're, we aren't currently aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do not sense any magic that you have not brought yourself. Okay. 
Yeah, like he would stick his head in the bedroom and just do a loop of all the curios and stuff on the shelf, but okay. Speaking of that, can I make a perception check to check out everything on the bookshelves that lie in the room real quick? Uh, yeah, you didn't seem that interested in going into the bathroom, so you can do that. Yeah, and well, so we all don't fit in there, and also, Everyone, you know, cuddle in the bathroom. <laughs> oh my. It's not like I can't hear them. The room's, you know, it's not like, you know, they're across like time and space. Like if is literally next door, she might be able to hear us if she was home. <laughs> yeah. What are they all doing in my neighbor's bathroom? <laughs> There's something odd about these clothes. Hmm? Uh, what? I'm not exactly sure. Let me have a closer look. They've been bouldering here for a while, but other than that, I didn't notice anything. Are they not his clothes? Oh, God. That's his trophy? Other people's clothing? I don't clothing? know. <laughs> Ooh. I read a book once that had like a... Anyway. Also sounds like Skyrim, but... <laughs> do, I need, do I need to roll a perception check? Or? Uh, you will need to make a perception check, as I suppose you make your way over, kind of, you know, excuse me, Nicolo, like, make your way over there, as Nicolo's yeah. almost, like, shoved in the corner behind okay, the Okay, uh, okay, I'm going to step clothes. out, too. This is silly. I'm going to try really hard not to step in the uh, latrine here. I step out and hold the curtain with me. Uh, okay. I assume that I can use my pursue a lead because I am on this case. You are on this case, sure. One of these shirts is not quite clean. Seems to be a handprint. Oh. Is it a bloody handprint? Um, in fact, yes. Ew. Uh, Victoria, thankfully gloved, is going to push the shirts aside to see what is behind the clothes. Glancing behind this, there's a corner of the room. I would like to take a closer look. <laughs> Very well. Uh, so yeah, you can make a perception check as you're searching back there. Uh, Cesare looking around at the bookshelves out in the, the living room. There are several bookcases here. Most of them concern clockwork theory, tinkering, and complex machinery. Uh-huh. Even, like, taking one or two of these down, there are numerous sheets of paper included in here. Looking this over as Cesare, whomever made these, the sheets of paper you find in here are notes, all of them written in the same neat, dense handwriting. Whomever this was had a full and complex understanding of clockworks and machinery. Like, to the point that many of this doesn't even make sense to you. Wow. You guess whomever this person, this Varl uh, Wex is, seems to have been a naturally gifted mechanist. Mm. Or machinist, whichever you prefer. Before the possession. Or whatever. I don't know if he was possessed. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm starting to feel the possession. I'm starting to feel the... Wait, Jordan, are you possessed? Hanging around trying to fix some supernaturally cursed bells <laughs> in the Church of Asmodeus. Maybe he had a uh, religious awakening. Perhaps. Again, it's... to Norgerbird, though. Like, that's what's oh. weird about it. We don't know that. Yeah, that I mean, was it's, just it's a suspicion. A... Yeah. <laughs> but so, I mean, being, make... being awoken to the faith of Asmodeus wouldn't make you be unlawful. Hmm. Maybe he interprets it differently. You can be a neutral evil worshiper of Asmodeus. You just generally won't be a priest while you're doing it. Yeah, true. Victoria, searching around, just kind of filling along the walls, checking around the floor. I figure Victoria kind of squints a little bit, and then she knocks on various parts of the wall. There's a solid thunk, 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 pop, pop, pop. I don't think anybody's on the other side, Victoria. It's hollow. Oh, Ooh, a secret stash. Do I see a, a seam or anything where it would automatically like come out or do I need to like pry something in there? Feeling around on here, you just kind of look around, kind of narrow your eyes for a moment before looking up to where the hook 
that the clothesline is hanging on sits up towards one side, and you see a small bit of grease on the edge of it. Oh. I'm not very uh, trap-inclined. I don't think this is a trap, but would you mind glancing it over before I pull it? <laughs> sure. Lucia I'll will back out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Nicola, you step forward. Look this over. Narrow your eyes. It's not a trap. It seems to be rigged to open once you pull on this. All right. Vittoria will reach up and yeah, I'll let give her do the tongue. honors. She found it. <laughs> Adria's looking in through the curtain now. <laughs> Vittoria, you reach up. Give this a tug. Before, after a moment, you just kind of hop back almost into the curtain as a narrow, two and a half foot wide door opens. This old lady's going to be mad. Beyond it, someone has hollowed one of the support pillars for the structure. As you look inside, you can see a cramped secret room. (laughs) Some four feet high to the point that, you know, you'd need to basically crawl into it. A fine Kadiran throw rug covers the floor as well as a number of what appear to be plush, comfortable-looking cushions. So this is One exceptionally large one. Across from the entry here, you can see what looks to be a simple shrine, only about a foot high, covered in a thin black cloth of much higher quality than any of the other furniture items that you've seen thus far. A number of books lie scattered about in here. And you see what may be the only oil lamp in this place, although it is Uh. not currently lit. Incense brazers sit on either side of the central shrine, although your eye is immediately instead drawn to the sole thing on this shrine. Sitting atop a mat, of which you can only think is made of various shades of human hair. (gasps) Oh is a single kukri. The weapon is expertly crafted with a dark black blade, etching that runs along both sides of it, you assume, although you can't see the other side, and a bone yellow handle. The blade seems to have been cared for and placed here with what you can only describe as reverence. Creepy. Well, this is not what I thought I would find, but uh, <laughs> I found the murder weapon. Oh my god. Okay. In the I'm going to scooch over and like peer in. <laughs> yeah, Cesare is going to come and yeah, I'm going to Everybody scooch in. I need to identify what this is. Scooby doing the, the doorway here. I guess will wait outside since it's a four-person room. <laughs> but I mean, there'll be a little bit more room if somebody crawls into the... I mean, is I somebody mean, crawling Cesare into is the crawl space? Crawl or? in there and identify this blade and look at these books. <laughs> I mean, feasibly, three people could fit in there. All of you are going to be squeezing like while you're in there because, again, you're crouched into a four foot high area mm. since yeah, you have to basically go in on hands and knees. Yeah, actually, you know what? Lucia's going to actually go to the door to the apartment to make sure she can hear uh, Raven. Good idea. Mm. Yeah. I'll crawl in as well just because I think. In case there is a trap, I'd like to be able to be there. I doubt there is at this point. I will stay here. Because I don't know why somebody would trap, like, their, you know, sanctuary, but... 
it's still in case. I'd feel a little I'm just going to look from where I am. Fair well. enough. I suppose the question is, though, what do we do? Let's find out more about it first, and then we can burn that bridge when we get to it. All right. Honey, you're supposed to cross bridges. Yeah, maybe, traditionally. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a bit of an extreme thinker. Mm. So, much like a trio of children at the... Uh, <laughs> The plastic tubes of McDonald's. You need to crouch down and begin to climb your way inside of That's this death trap. This. Yeah. I always hated those. I always got stuck. I was going to say, as a kid who also got stuck in them. Mm-hmm. I always hated them because I built up a ton of static electricity and would shock the crap out of myself. No, anyway, you build it up too. and then you shock other people. That's what <laughs> <Yeah>. you did. <laughs> I don't like being shocked. The three of you, Victoria, or I suppose Nicolo, probably taking point initially, kind of crawling in, doing a quick sweep around just to make sure that there's like... The shrine's not going to explode if you step inside yeah. of here or something. Or, like, blades fall from the wall or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, waves the all clear, lets the other two just kind of crawl over him to, to get inside of this place, since there's really, like, nowhere for him to go. Yeah. Like, horns scraping against the ceiling in this this low place. <laughs> well, he'll definitely know somebody was here. On the plus side, you think that the outer walls, because, again, the area inside here is only about, like, six and a half feet across. So imagine a six and a half foot square, four feet high that all three of you have just kind of crammed yourself inside oh, of. Geez. Yay. Again, books cover the floor in here. The uh, shrine sits off towards one side. And uh, I suppose Nicolo just takes a quick look around and gives the uh, the thumbs up all clear. Doesn't seem to be anything in here if it's going to kill us directly. Yeah, I'm going to figure out what this knife does. You got to uncover the shrine. I want to see if it has a symbol. I'll let our uh, more knowledgeable members do that. And you said it was covered in human hair, too? Well, there's a cloth over a thing. The mat was made of human hair. Oh, okay. It's not necessarily, it's just human hair has been laid oh, underneath laid it. Oh, laid on it. Okay, I thought you said it's, made, I'm sorry. No, I, I use the phrase mat, but uh, uh, that's more in just kind of like thresh makes a mat. Mm. It seems like he's taking hair from his victims and laying it across the shrine and then laying the dagger on top of it type thing. Mm-hmm. Although I do remember she said he cut my hair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Is anybody going to take the cloth off of the holy symbol? It's a cloth, and then on top of that cloth is the mat of human hair, and then on top of that is the dagger. So I think. Oh, I thought there was like a. I think it's where there's probably a bench or a table, and he put the black cloth over it to make it look, you know, like yeah. an altar. I have half a mind to leave all this here, send a missive to Tyaset anonymously, mm. and let her take care of this certainly an option. We have opposite thoughts. I had a thought of just taking that knife and leaving a note like, if you want to see a knife, meet me here. And <laughs> grab him. I mean, that's uh, certainly a gambit. Yes, let's sure. kidnap his knife because that that's going to be the thing. Slightly more dangerous option. Well, true. Can't kill people without his knife, though. Do we trust the Dotari to handle this, though? She was hired by the Temple of Asmodeus and he's connected to the temple. It's true. Mm, yeah, if that's the case and they want to cover this all up, they may just turn a blind eye to it. Well, what if he is possessed? Well, that's why I'm not very inclined to touch the kukri. What if it's cursed? Mm. Well, where did he get such an expensive knife? Now that's, that's the real question. He killed the guy and took it, remember? Well, a weapon shop owner was one of the first people killed. Oh, mm. uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's affordable if you murder. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's only paid with someone's blood. It's called the, you know... Five victim discount. <laughs> Yikes. 
Yeah. I think at that point it's the one victim discount. <laughs> so uh, Cesare can go ahead and make me a uh, arcane check if he so wishes. Uh, in addition to that, I believe you have quick identify, correct? Yes. Uh, Vittoria, what would you like to do in the meantime? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll take a look at the books. By the way, this uh, this rug in here, oh man, it is amazing. Okay. More than that, like it is an extraordinarily plush rug. So even though you're crawling on hands and knees, it's not actually very uncomfortable. Mm. And once you sit down, the you know the low clearance of the ceiling and everything else isn't too bad. Uh, the entirety of this room does not have that horrible smell that the mm. rest of this place has. Ah. You're going to guess thanks to the incense burners in here. Mm. And can we talk about the fact that he hollowed out this, what I'm assuming, stone support mm -hmm. and made this little area? And nobody heard that? And nobody heard that? I mean, maybe somebody heard it and just was like, I don't know, maybe they're doing some... I mean, like, if I heard a strange noise around my apartment, I'd probably just be like, oh, they're probably working. Like, if you did it in the middle of the night, that would be different. But What kind of engineer hollows out a support beam? He's not the yeah. structural engineer. He's most definitely mechanical. Well, and he would probably know that if he did it here at this place because of, you know, the other support. I'm sure he knew it wasn't going to collapse in on himself. Mm. Maybe. Probably knew exactly how much to cut away, which is why this room is tiny. Mm. Yeah, knew what he could get away with. Mm. So, Chesra, you are able to identify this. Um, mm -hmm. Again, I believe it takes you one full minute. Yep. Uh, Vittoria, it's going to take you about 10 minutes to generally study these notes. Um, again, the books are, uh, the majority of the books are uh, of the same topic as the ones that Cesare found in the front room. Although here, most of these seem to have a, uh, a focus specifically on the studies of anatomy, the nature of blood, mm. as well as what appear to be two philosophical or theological tomes on the source and ultimate fate of the mortal soul. Well, that sounds like serial killer affair to me. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. So Cesare, uh, you are able to determine what this weapon is. This is a weapon, it is not uncommon, uh, although it is certainly not cheap by any stretch. This is a blade known as a bloodletting kukri. Oh. Uh, mechanically, this is a plus one striking kukri. Whoa. It shimmers eerily in bright light. And even in the dim light of this room, you can tell that it very faintly glows. It functions exactly as a plus one striking kukri. However, on a critical hit, the Kukri does an additional D8 persistent bleed damage. Oh, that's how he kills people Ooh. so quickly because he's they're bleeding out in the street. If the yeah. target does not already have persistent bleed damage when you score a critical hit, you also gain 1D8 temporary hit points. Wow. And Dang. Uh, you may also, if you so wish, make me a society check. In addition, as you're looking this over, you can tell that the runes on the side of this are a... For lack of a better term, a polygot of various runes. After a couple of seconds, you realize that that's because this is actually written in the Varetian tongue. Hmm. Uh, the runes oh, yeah. carved into both sides of this. Hmm. The Varetian tongue using a, uh, a number of characters from Orc, Taldane, Giant, and Ancient Thassalon. Yeah. It's a very complicated language. Nobody speaks Varetian, right? Nope. Nope. No, I don't think anyone nope. in our party does. If uh, Rexus does, then I think... Uh... Victoria is about to go have another study session with him. You do not know what the word means. However, you can translate the runes into the common tongue. It spells out the word Balgara. Do I know what that is? No, not without speaking Varetian. You're able <laughs> to translate it with your successful society check to translate the language. Victoria, I can only imagine a, I would assume, a dawning look of some concern as you begin to read over these extensive notes. 
watching Rachel's face as she reads it is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Oh uh, my God! Imagine that that is also Vittoria's face off in the corner <laughs> as she's reading over. Yeah. This. Toria, is are you okay? Um, this may be a larger problem. Larger how? His notes um convey the possibility that the Temple Hill slasher, Mengvun, may have been manipulated by supernatural forces. Oh, I was right, possession! That his spirit might actually be in this knife known as Balgora. Nicolo sort of scoots away from the knife. Uh, Wex has researched it extensively, and it traces back to the uh, Skinsaw cult. Uh, ah. Mengvun actually owned this blade. Um, and his spirit may be inside of it, urging whoever wields it to carry on his work. I see. We should get rid of that knife, right? Like that. I, I don't recommend touching it. Okay, well, yeah, but we need, like, Hedeman or somebody that's, like, real powerful and divine and stuff, no. right? No. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I assume here's that and comes running in. Time to go, guys. Are we going to get yeah. out of here? He's going to see us. Okay. I guess we try to leave. Yes. Well, we're all going to run to the neighborhood. Your uh, sister in law's yeah, yeah. house. Just to ask the question, does Lucia say, time to go, guys? We all hear Raven. So let's... Yeah. yeah uh, we couldn't that. hear Raven. There's no yeah. way you hear Raven, right? Hey, we heard Rick. Raven meowing would be basically as long as your perception DC is at least 15, you'd yes. be able to hear her. Even yes. inside of this area because of the Sounds like a of- baby crying. You know, uh-huh. the cat yowl. Ow. Yeah. So, yes, we we hear Raven and everybody immediately starts to move. Okay, Lucia <laughs> definitely starts moving towards you guys just to make sure and then sees you start coming out and, like, does the come hither motion. We all do the go away motion and we <laughs> go away. So each of you are going to get a single action that you may take. Because Raven meowed when he stepped out of the stairwell. Which yeah, means so no we're going to fight this guy us. right now. 25 feet away from the door. <laughs> so, I mean, you can, of course, try to find a place to hide in here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> we yeah, all just luck. crowd in his secret room. <laughs> and he opens the door later tonight. We just I am ready him. in action to fireball, and he opens the door just right in his face. Anyway. Well, I mean, technically, we did break and enter. Uh. <laughs> Cesare is ready to throw down with this guy in the hallway if we have to. Is he going to want to call the Datari over to come investigate his house after oh, he's we've opened not. all his crap? No, probably no not, way. but... Yeah. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. Here's what I... Well, I guess round table, let's go around and see yep. what everybody so, does. So, uh, Adra. I'm kind of thinking... Uh, no, I think it's too stupid. I was like, I'm kind of thinking of sending a note to Rexus. <laughs> Just so that he knows what's going on in case we all die. Uh, but I won't. <laughs> okay. Let's put it this way. Each of you have one round worth of actions that you can do before. Because, like, you can hear him walking up and you can hear, like, the jangling sound of keys. Uh, Lucia, at the very least, can out in yep. the main hallway. You have three actions. I guess you could retrieve paper as one action, I write help in to. big letters, and then throw your bird out the window. <laughs> There's no window gonna... in here. But... Adrian is going to run to the front door, close it all the way. Does it have a special lock or just has this one lock? Like, doesn't have an interior only lock? You're gonna lock us in here. <laughs> it makes him take time to deal with that. Yeah, we could maybe get out the window. Like a deadbolt? Is that what you're asking? Is there a deadbolt? There's not a deadbolt or anything like that. It's there's just a, a bolt for the lock. Alright, fine, I'll lock the door. So Adria rushes over there. Lucia? 
Because you can't, like, freeze it shut. <laughs> oh, jeez. There is really nowhere to hide in here, so I don't even think it's worth There's trying. There's an empty dresser, but... I'm not going to fit in the dresser. I'm not a contortionist. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a wardrobe. It's an armoire. Like, it's standing. Uh, but it's also in the bedroom. Yeah, and you used all your actions to do that, so you're going to get seen regardless. Um, I am. Uh, right, and I you will... also weren't stealthy, so there's the... I'm just trying to buy a little bit of time. Okay, I will. Uh, I'm gonna uh, Sorry, stride wait, behind. I'm gonna stride behind Adria, draw my whip, and uh, <laughs> get ready. Chesser, to, yeah, Chesser is okay with to, throwing to down in this, this apartment. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we're gonna have much of a choice. If we get away, then what do we do? I, I'll be yeah. amazed if we manage to get away. That's all I'm saying. Because then he's just gonna move somewhere, and we're gonna lose track of him. Like this might be our best bet to actually deal with him. Yeah, exactly. So we pretty much have to jump him now. And he cannot have that knife. We have to make sure he can't just take that knife and run. I just mm. don't want to touch it. I'm so well, scared to touch it. Well, then don't yeah. touch it. Don't touch it. I mean, no, let's not, we're not taking the knife, but... What does Cesare want to do? Cesare is going to get out of this crawl space. <laughs> Good plan. Good plan. You're crawling on hands and knees, so it's mechanically... Um, uh, it will take you two actions to crawl your way out of here. <laughs> and then move into the main room, okay. I guess. Um, Raven is going to run at this guy and do the cat thing of, I'm so cute, and rub all around his feet to try <laughs> to, like... grease all yeah, over. You know, to try to be like, oh. I'm a kitty, I love you, I pet me, to just, you know, like, buy us a few minutes. Okay. And let's so, be honest, yeah. some cats like bad smells, so maybe it's not that bad to her. <laughs> so mechanically, uh -huh. Cesare uses two actions to climb out, uses one action to give Raven two actions. Okay. And, and then, then Raven... Runs over and does the look at you know meows and does a cute little chirp chirp thing that cats do and like you know rubs around his ankles. She's trying to be real cute. A distraction? Is this a distraction? <laughs> yeah. I will say that Raven can attempt a diplomacy check to make a request for pets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a single action. Raven rolls a five for a ten. Aww. He doesn't like cats. He's not a cat like person. The not a cat person. Yeah, Raven. She trots over there, starts to rub. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that she says that. Like, where are you? <laughs> it's just like, like what? wait, what? <laughs> Is that a talking cat? I mean, she could have talking like, hey, and it might have distracted him a little bit more. <laughs> like, hey, don't go in there. They're yeah, but I can only talk there. to you once. Now get the <laughs> out of my apartment. <laughs> the room service maids are uh, cleaning She would up. keep following him because, you know, kitty, but trying mm. to be cute. All right, Victoria. Uh, Victoria is going to crawl out of this space. Probably casting a um, glance back, it's like this is this is literally a relic of like so many. Victoria would know this. I'll go ahead and just give this information. When the Temple Hill Slasher was captured, it was a mess. The Datari were so dedicated to his capture that like it was a crazy thing. It was a pushed through trial and execution. Uh, a vast majority of his belongings were lost in the frenzy surrounding his swift arrest and execution. Uh, many of them believed to have been taken by some of the Datari themselves. And some of them actually stolen by, like, the locals and all the rest of that who were obsessed with this whole serial killer murdering thing. Like, mm. that's literally a piece of, like, Kentargan history sitting over there, even if it's very dark, depressing Kentargan history. And potentially cursed Kentargan history. Yeah. And potentially cursed, if this guy isn't just insane. It's possible, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's possible that is a delusion of some kind, and he just believes it, but... Oh, he was fighting someone who had the knife. The knife stabbed him. He unhanded the knife out of the person. Yeah. And he took the yeah. knife, and then he got possessed. Mm. Yeah, part of me like wants to shove his notes in my bag. 
Well, you're going to have the chance to after we kill yeah. this guy in his living room, is all yeah. I'm saying. So I'm yeah, just he's gonna not going to get away. That's just not <laughs> happening. We don't have teleport. We can all just right. stand in here casually like we were waiting on him. <laughs> These two actions. <laughs> That's normal. Just stand there. You know, Raven leaps up into Cesare's arms like, yes, we were expecting you, Mr. Bond. <laughs> yeah. He'd probably be better than us looking frantic like, oh, sh- he's in here. We, we, he just opened mm. the door and we're just like, Mr. Wex, you've got some explaining to do. <laughs> yes, because that's how we're going to say it. <laughs> uh, Victoria still has one extra remaining after climbing out. Uh, mm. Then I will move out into the living room. <laughs> you also okay. get ready to just jump the guy. <laughs> I'm not going to jump him. I don't know. Like You're over here with a whip out. I don't have anything out because I don't know if he's going to be armed or not because his knife is in this freaking room. He might oh. have a backup knife. No, he, has, he probably has a regular dagger. He may, but I can draw my rapier quick enough. At any rate, um, Nicola will crawl out as a single action. Nicola um, will grab the kukri. No, 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 First of all, technically, I'm not, I'm not actually proficient in kukris. Um, uh, I see. <laughs> yeah, that is technically still a martial weapon, so I, I can't use one properly. I was going to say Lucia could use it properly, but yeah. Mm. Uh, secondly, though, yeah, Nicola will go on ahead, crawl out, um, then move, I suppose, uh, toward the door. And with his final so it's action, feet to get next to Adria. Uh, with his final action, technically, I am hidden from his view. <laughs> I am going to go on ahead and try to hide, just so that way I can maybe get a momentary <laughs> jump on him. Nice. Cool. <laughs> All right. So in a couple of seconds, what happens is there's a couple meows. Chesray <laughs> mentally goes, "Quit distract him!" As he climbs out of here. Uh, there's that like scampering where everyone's almost like pushing past Cesare to rush forward. Adria runs over, locks the door. Lucia makes her way over, pulls out a whip, and then Nicolo runs over, press himself up against the wall. No weapons in hand, just kind of clinches his fist as his knuckles <laughs> yeah. pop. Brawling time. Let's go. I'm going to tell him he has the wrong door. <laughs> <laughs> just try to gaslight him into his... No, this is, this is not your floor, dude. <laughs> I just like that he then just unlocks it with his key. I know you have the key like, to the place, but like, no. What? <laughs> It'll be confusing for a second. <laughs> I guess it will be, yeah. I mean, he's going to be confused anyway with why there are four people that he can the see here. Cesare's still in the bathroom. Cesare's still in the bathroom. <laughs> that audible click, way easier than when uh, Cesare did this. It's almost like he has the key. key. Yeah, he's cheating. <laughs> There's somewhat of a thunk sound and a hiss from out in the hallway. Hey. Oh. Did he just kick Raven? Yes. Yeah, this is why we're going to beat his <laughs> The man literally kicks open the door, nearly Woo! hitting Adria with it as it yeah, bursts in. Yeah, because he saw the string, or that the string wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Oh, no, he just yeah. heard a whole bunch of people inside of his room. You know I, mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Standing in the doorway is a man maybe five foot three or five foot four. He has a mess of hair that you think would be brown were it washed at any point in the last six weeks. Ew. The man's face is unshaven in a very unkempt beard. He wears thick leather apron that covers him from chest all the way down to knee and poorly maintained clothing beyond that. As he kicks open the door, he has in one hand his keys in the other hand, a reverse grip on a vicious-looking knife. Yeah, he's yep. got a knife. Knew it. He looks basically like straight at Adria before his face nearly splits in this wide smile. 
that goes Ooh. from ear to ear, not literally, uh, figuratively. I was like, what is this guy? <laughs> Before he launches himself forward, and I need initiative from oh the Oh, my. Party. Oh, my. So, it te- I mean, it technically doesn't make a difference, but technically, since I am hiding, can I roll stealth for initiative? You may roll stealth for initiative yeah. if you so uh, Okay. Adria's not ready. I don't know why I'm not ready. Lucia is ready. Jeez, Vittoria's very ready. I'm in the way of everything, and I am not ready. You are in the way of everything. That's why I picked a reach weapon. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I don't have villain points. Um, <laughs> he must have rolled poorly. He still beat me. <laughs> Golly. Why are you in the way, Adria? Well, usually Adria rolls pretty well on initiative. Usually I roll crap. You had to be so. the responsible one and lock the door. <laughs> well, you know, I figured it would buy a little bit of time. It bought a tiny bit of time. All right, cue up a little combat music here. Sirenscape, B and E. <laughs> Sirenscape, confront a killer. Sirenscape, our crime is less than his crime, so we're in the right. <laughs> there are warrants for underground political movements, okay? <laughs> God, Cesare's got to talk Kalanis into moving. This place is just, oh my well, God. Well, no, Nicolo's going to move in here and it'll be fine. <laughs> I think more now it's the issue of the structural soundness no! of this building. Nicolo could put his secret shrine to Milani in the secret shrine area. <laughs> I like that you're like, I'll pay extra for the secret area. <laughs> that technically belongs to uh, to Hedeman, but I guess he's okay with me holding on to it for now. Yep, seemed like it. All right, so, Jess, what do we get? <laughs> I rolled a five for an 18. All right, Jordan. <laughs> I wrong. rolled a 15 for a 24. Okay, Heather? Uh, Cesare rolled a 13 for a 23. Nice. Rachel? Uh, Vittoria rolled an 18 for a 29. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. All right, Ross? And Nikola rolled a 13 for a 23 as well. Nice. He looks way too happy for what he's about to do. The man looks a little unhinged. (laughs) So round one of combat begins. Vittoria, you have first initiative. We haven't done combat in so long. Seriously. Uh Victoria, since she is further back in the room, is going to uh, draw a dagger, quickly devise a stratagem, since I can do that, and then I shall throw my dagger at him. Delightful. Very well. All right. Oh! Uh, oh, uh, So I rolled a nat 20, which got me a 33. (laughs) Amazing! (laughs) Amazing! Devil's pin really helps with your practice. (laughs) Yeah, I got some good practice the other night. (laughs) So the door door flies open, and Victoria goes, oh, crap, and throws. You came in the wrong apartment, buddy. Yours. (laughs) I know it's your apartment, but, you know... I imagine that there's probably also a, uh, I, she can tell how surprised Adria was by that door being kicked open in her yeah. face since Adria's initiative is so low. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't really want her uh, on the back foot with this mass murderer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of like Adria. You know, she's a bit of a mom <laughs> figure to her. I, I kind <laughs> We're of working like, cases yeah. together. I mean, she's hoping to pull her into the Vittoria mm-hmm. Scordato and, and I don't know, and Sons, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and partner, you know, <laughs> private investigation yeah. group. Scordato yeah. and Scylla. Ooh, Scordato oh, and Scylla. Scylla. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I need this on a shirt now. Scordato and Scylla Investigations. Yes. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so, Nat right. 20. I'm assuming I'm your sexy secretary. Will... 
Yes. Automatically hit a 33, I believe, will be your total on that, which will be a confirmed critical hit. All right. Jeez. So, uh, so that would be a total of uh, 18 points of damage. Ooh, that Jeez. is a good opening Blink. gambit. Yeah. Seriously, that action. knife went in that dude's eye. <laughs> it, it probably got him that or under yeah. the clavicle. The dagger flies across the distance, slams into yeah. his chest as he stumbles back. Adria jumps like, oh, God. Sorry about that. Nope. Not, draw not another to him, one. to, to, to Keep Adrian. Going. Throw another. Uh, I, will, I will draw another dagger. Wait, do I have? How many daggers do you have? I have, I have two daggers. I have the kukri. I'll throw the kukri. <laughs> oh, no. Don't touch the kukri. <laughs> From Vittoria, we go to Lucia. Uh, okay. Lucia has whip in hand, is going to uh, lash out with a power attack. Dude opens the door. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just right over uh, Adria's shoulder, just like, watch out. No! <laughs> All right, strike. You power attacking? I'm power attacking. I roll an 18 oh, wow. for a 31. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> a we, we really don't like this guy. <laughs> a 31 will strike your target. It is not you a critical. can't let the mom get hit. Oh, I thought it might have been a critical, which would have been nice. But mm. all right, anyway, I, I still do like still you know, damage to him. Uh, so that is a total of six non lethal points of damage. Woo! Wow. Um, and with my last action, how do you power attack with a whip? That'd be interesting. I just crack it really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's that all in how you iron. crack it. <laughs> mm. uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. I don't Adam have crack. any other action, so I will just attack. Uh, a second. Him or, again, because yeah. you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, might as Good. well. Uh, so here we go. Second attack. I roll a 19 for a 28, so okay. <laughs> um, I'll take it. Uh, that should actually be four lower. That's right. It does count as my third attack, so that's uh, 24. Mm. Still good. A 24 will not strike oh. your target. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. Tough this guy. this right. uh, unarmored man has a higher AC than I do. That's a problem. Mm, he may you not be unarmored. Some sort of armor underneath that. I mean, he's Maybe, got... Maybe, yeah. Actually, that, ar that leather apron counts as leather armor. Oh, hey. Uh, don't know what? how, but it does. I'm getting okay. such Jack the Ripper vibes out of him. I'm currently yes. listening to episodes I'm I have right now. <laughs> when Rick's hmm. described him, when we did the speak with dead or the talking corpse, I was like, oh my God, it's Jack the Ripper. Okay, yeah. so I know what I have to do next round for him. That brings us to Cesare Nightbloom. Cesare will take a stride action to get out in the room. Okay. I guess I'll come up next to Lucia. That's not Lucia, that's Vittoria. Uh, Vittoria, I'll come up next to Vittoria. Okay. I can see this guy. I'm going to cast uh, Acid Arrow. Okay, so you kind of spring out, look over, see this dude. He's got a dagger embedded in his chest right now. Just got whipped across like the side of his face, which split open uh, before the second whip hits him full on in the chest and like reverberates off of his leathered armor. I roll a 17 for a 28. <laughs> oh this my. is why we failed on those other rolls. <laughs> oh my. A 28 will strike your target as you chant in tone, extend a hand, a blast of magic streams from your fingertips, slicing across the distance at him. So he takes 3d8 points of damage for 14. Ooh. Ow. I was a little worried for you guys, but you're doing pretty good. Alrighty. So that's the end mm. of uh, Cesare's turn. All right. That brings us to Nicolo. So your stealth check was successful. You beat his perception. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is it technically didn't matter at this point because I have surprise attack and beat him on initiative with a stealth initiative. Ah, so. that's fair. Ah. <laughs> Either way, I'm good. Rad. I mean, I can see him around the doorway. I assume he'll get some cover, but... He does have partial cover around the doorway. He just punch yeah. around the doorway. No. He's like, oh, gosh. No, this guy... 
this guy murdered one of my own, technically. Um, That's true. He murdered yeah, many I people. Yes, yeah. true. So I pulled my morning star on him. Adria's like, okay. Actually, I see nothing because I'm still like reeling. And attempt a strike. He is flat-footed though, so there is that. Ugh. Oof. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna hero point that because I rolled a seven. <laughs> okay. So oh. you're like, I want to get this sneak attack. I really, really do. I mean, you've got a 65% chance. Don't say things like that. Nope, that was worse. Uh, <laughs> rolled a two. I will follow up with a third attack, because or a second attack, technically, because I just drew my weapon the first uh, the first action. <laughs> Niglo is not doing well this turn, so that is an eight following that up. So, yeah, I missed, missed twice. Doors in All my right. way. As you just kind of pull your weapon, kind of spring around and start trying to swing out at him as like acid splashing everywhere, daggers going flying past. Like Adria's just kind of like covered her head and like, ducking oh down in the doorway. <laughs> yeah, it's like Adria duck. <laughs> that brings us to Wex. Here's where it gets interesting. I don't like oh, it. Wex. He's going to go ahead and attack Adria. Well, I mean, that all makes sense. So he stabs out with his uh, with his dagger. That's a uh, 25 to hit Adria. Yeah, 25 hits Adria. Ouch. I, I don't have any... Bells things going. Uh, so he stabs out, ramming his blade into Adria. Ow. So stabs Adria for nine points of damage. Ow. Uh, since his offhand is free, as he rams his blade into you, he grabs onto Adria, basically grabbing her by the hair, wrenching mm. his blade free as he's snagging strikes. Ah. Before beginning to oh. bury uh, with his target hit, the target is flat-footed until the start of his next turn. Uh -oh. <laughs> or until with the, no longer within reach of his hand, whichever comes first. Am I actually grabbed? No, you are not grabbed. The target mm. is flat-footed, so you are flat-footed. So I can move is the question I'm really Yeah, asking. you can Correct. move away. It's just you have to move away. It actually states in here, um, the target is flat-footed until the start of your next turn or until it's no longer within reach of your hand, whichever comes first. Ah, so yeah. So you can break free. It's just currently he has a hold of you and is just ramming his blade yeah, in over and over It's described as a again. quick grappling move, so it's less like he's grappling you and more just like mm -hmm. he's like interfering with your ability to get out of the way right now. Okay. So he stabs a second time. Uh, that is with a 21. That your hits me. Uh, I am flat-footed. Yikes. For 20 points of damage as his blade oh, slices ow. into you, he brings the blade back Ew. and then stabs down a third time. Oh, God. Oh, Yikes, what? that snag isn't it's a, an action? Snagging strike is a single action as part of a single attack. Wow. It is. Yeah. He was ready to go. Oh, God. Oh, no. That I is need a the perfect opposite of hero points for him. Jeez. <laughs> that is a perfect okay, 20, which will ground, be um, an automatic hit, and that's a uh, 31 if that still confirms for critical. Oh, I, I mean, imagine yes. it does. Certainly yeah. it does. I imagine it does. It confirms against Niccolo. <laughs> Confirms against everybody, I think. That is 22 points of damage oh as his gosh. blade slices in. Again, he's just... Oh, my gosh. For all the rest of you, you hit him with all this stuff. He just grabs a hold of Adria and just starts to stab yeah, like he's wild. Just... Like you're fighting Michael Myers up in here, just <laughs> oh, ramming his blade in. Adria, are you all right? No. <laughs> Bring us to Adria. Uh, although he actually does take two points of bleed damage or uh, persistent acid damage. Oh, hey. As, hey, you know, that, acid is burning through. Mm -hmm. He begins to screech out uh, in the Varetian tongue, of which, again, the only word that seems to be translatable is that of father. Mm. Um, Adria <laughs> staggers uh, away mm -hmm. um, with one action. 
And with her second action, we'll cast slow on him. He can make a fortitude nice. save. Okay. Okay. Not letting you stab people so many times. Yeah. So let me go ahead and bounce that fortitude for this guy. Ooh, that is a 16. He fails. Good. He is slow one for a minute. Nice. Yikes. So All right, slow covered in acid. That's, <laughs> that's uh. unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah, Creature way out of this one. Bleeding. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say. Blood <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I'll deal with that. I in do a like that she ran back next to the medic, though. <laughs> From there, we go to round two of combat Vittoria Scordato. Uh, Vittoria is going to immediately uh, administer some battle medicine to Adria. Okay. I'm going to go for the low DC just to make sure that I am successful. <laughs> so. mm. Yeah, so mm. I have an 85% chance of, of healing you. <laughs> Delightful. And only a 5% chance of hurting you. If not, sure. I have magic. Oh, God, if you hurt me, though, I might die. Yes. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I rolled a 19 for a 30. I believe that is a critical success. Okay, I don't uh, die. That's delightful, and I am very happy. <laughs> so, uh... Technically, you wouldn't die. You'd just be dying. Yeah, Yay! That would be uh, 22 points uh, back to you. There you uh, go. Good. Very good. All right. That's a lot less blood. <laughs> I'm back up to half health. So Victoria spins around, quickly like bandages up Adria. I don't know why, I just keep imagining hits her with basically a, a red and green herb uh, spray from Resident mm. Evil. <laughs> I'm, For me, I, it's just know, a big band -aid. I'm crafty, so I'm sure she's got some sort of like quick things that she's invented to like put on people. <laughs> Throw a blue one in there just in case there's poison. Um, mm. You still have uh, <laughs> dose actions. Um, Go stab well, him. I still had a dagger in my hand, ah. so I'll throw my second dagger. Yeah, <laughs> you only need one it. free hand. Uh, just because Vittoria criticaled him last round, he'll go ahead and use his nimble dodge reaction. Mm. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Not nearly as good. That was a 10 for a 23. Uh, unfortunately, 23 will not strike your target no. as the dagger sails past them and thunks into the wood in the hallway beyond. Mm. This lady, landlady, is going to be so mad I'm putting holes in her wall. Mm. <laughs> no, it's fine. I we'll think when she finds later. out what he's done to the structure, she's going to be fine with that little bit of damage. <laughs> Following that, the acid splash and everything else, Raven moves to a safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds smart. Yeah. That's okay. smart. From Vittoria, we go to Lucia. Lucia. All right, I'm going to do a knockdown attack and attempt to uh, knock him prone. Okay. Uh, so I do a, a regular melee strike. If it hits and deals damage, then I can do an athletics check to uh, attempt to trip him. Nice. Okay. Okay. So, whip. <laughs> nice. I roll an 18 for a 32. A 32 will strike your target. It is not right. a critical hit. That's fine. I do a little damage to him, so he's going to take five points of damage. Then I get to make an athletics yep. check to trip him. Okay. So let's try that. Mm -hmm. You do get the item athletic. bonus for your whip because your whip is a trip weapon. Uh, So I roll an 18 for a Ooh. 30. Look at you getting them rolls. Please fall down. Lucia, you step forward. You whip down. It manages to catch him in the, uh, the leg. Fortunately uh, for... You, not so fortunately for Adria, uh, he does, uh, the floor is covered in her blood. And so he just happy flies out from underneath her <laughs> as he slams down yank onto forward the ground. and trip him on the blood. That that was a true Indiana Jones maneuver. It I was yeah. a true Indiana Jones move. That was Very good. happy that that worked. So he is now prone. As he falls, hits the ground. And then I'm going to whip his prone form. Yeah. All right. 
I'm gonna hurt this man. <laughs> he hurt Adria, and she is also a mother figure to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in need of mother figures over here. <laughs> I roll poorly. I roll a nine for a thirteen, so I don't think I hey, hit him. Hey, Niccolo but... has a good mother figure. I was gonna yeah, say Cesare's, Cesare's real good with moms too. So yeah, <laughs> the you... youths. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. You managed to like you pull your whip yeah. back free and then crack it back forward again. Although now like he's 10 feet away and prone and through a doorway. It's a hard shot. Mm. But still, that was impressive. I at least definitely... tripped him. So that yeah. was good. Good no, job. No, I'm very appreciative of that. Yes. <laughs> I know. It's going to be yeah. great. He has two actions and one of them he might use to stand. So he'll I have know, one stab. Which will provoke, oh, the, I don't know if that provokes in second edition. Yeah. Stand is a move action. Ah, so I will get an, I'll get an extra attack maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, That's why the Kimbo feed is good. Lucia, we go to Cesare. Cesare's gonna cast a magic missile, and I'm just gonna do okay. all three actions. <laughs> Cesare begins chanting tone, waves his arms around, points forward. So I do ten points of damage with my magic missile using all three of my actions. Nice. Ouch. Nice. Solid hit. From Cesare, we go to Nicolo. I will step, first of all, uh, to actually block off the door. Very well. You step into the pool of blood. Yeah, but I'd much rather me stand here <laughs> than, you know, anyone else. He hurts a uh, lot when he stabs you. Um, <laughs> I saw, yeah. Uh, I will try to strike the prone man. Stab the prone man. Well, oh beat him with God. the morning star. Uh, 20 is probably not going to do it even flat-footed. A 20 will not strike him as he rolls somewhat out of the way. Your weapon comes around, <gasps> slams down blades? onto his leather. Mm -hmm. No, I used my last use one. one. <laughs> I rolled a six. Yeah, Ross has I, this been rolling has not pretty been poorly. my fight. <laughs> <laughs> I will try a second attack. I mean, I might as well. Hey, hey that's much that's better. That's much better. <laughs> so that was an 18 for a 27. A 27 will strike your foe as Yay. you bring up your weapon and manage to finally club down. Basically, as he's rolling over to get up to his feet, you slam down on him. Not today! <laughs> For 15 points of damage. Ow, that nice. is a solid hit. Yeah, I have 2d6 sneak attack now, so... Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not, he also yeah, has 2d6 sneak attack, so yeah. It's, <laughs> it hurts and it don't like it. Nope. It hurts pretty bad. Um, that brings us to... Wex, who is slowed one, prone, and flat-footed. Flat-footed since <laughs> just, he's prone. Every time uh, I say Wex, though, it always makes me think of, like, Albert Wesker. Mm. Wesker. It makes me think of Wex on, Wex off. Yeah, this guy does not have Wesker's style, though. No. no. It's like a very sad version of him. Mm. All right, so... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Wesker's an evil... But you gotta person. admit, got style. Yeah. <laughs> this guy does not have style. He smells like slurkery. He has a style... Stabby death <laughs> and style. Ooh. I do think he's possessed, though, which I feel bad about. Mm. Oh, that's I, why I'm hitting him with the non-lethal. I, I don't know if he's possessed so much as the knife was able to influence him enough to turn. It's hard. It's really hard to know. We'll leave that up to the Otari. It could also be a delusion brought on by trauma. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> I don't. we don't exactly have the time to interview him right now. He almost murdered me when he opened the door, so I'm here to just be like, sorry, man. But ouch. Yep. So, I mean, the first thing he has to do is stand up from prone. So he'll go ahead and do that, which will provoke from Lucia. Yep. I don't have attack of opportunity. Uh -huh. so. I whip him. <laughs> I roll a 19 for a 33. You whip him good. Go. My God. Jordan's on fire <laughs> today. 33 no, will don't hit. Say that. I'm going to oh, lose I'm it. So <laughs> I'm going to lose my streak. No, a 33 I'm sorry. will hit. Sadly, even flat footed, that is not a critical. Wow. wow. My disappointment is immense. You guys have been rolling ridiculous to hit this guy. I was honestly uh, pretty so concerned. So I whip him for five non-lethal damage. Oh, uh, that's still a good hit. 
as you slam into him. He stands up to his feet. Uh, he kind of needs to reset where he is in this fight. Uh, he then moves out into the hallway. He actually then moves towards the stairs. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, that is a problem. Taking us from Wex to Adria. He does take four points of damage in the meantime, though. Hmm. All right. Pursuit it is. Um, all right. Adria will actually step back out in the hall. 25. I don't see him. That's very unfortunate. Are you going to keep moving? Yeah, sorry. I was just thinking about my life choices. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking at my hit points and going, hmm, am I going to keep moving? And I'll move around another another action and continue around until I can see him. Yep. You rush out into the hallway, begin circling around where he's standing at the uh, the entry into the stairwell. Uh, you glance over to see Raven crouched underneath the uh, the table there Aww. under the window. Aww. She gives you a little thumbs up with her little kitten dewclaw. And then I Aww. will... Uh, Cast shield. Yeah, amazing. Smart. All right, Adria cast shield on herself, taking us from Adria to round three of combat. Vittoria Squirtato. Uh, Vittoria is going to run out after Adria because she's still bleeding everywhere. I'm at half health. I'll live forever. You all have turns before me. It's fine. Yeah, but so does he. Although his turn is shorter because he's slow. So. And it's after. It's before me, but it's after all of you. So 35 feet next to Adria? Yeah. Uh, how many hit points are you down still? A bunch, but you can't battle medicine me again. Well, she does have a special ability that lets her uh, battle mm -hmm. medicine an additional time, I believe. Yeah, oh, once per day, uh, I can do it again. Mm -hmm. I'm down a lot. Uh, uh, like half health a lot, like 20. So I'm going to do the lower level one too, just to make sure that I get you. Okay, Actually, so you're using your medic dedication mm, ability to... Uh, fun one. I'm going to go one level up. I think. The expert one. You're going to try for yes. the expert. I'm going to go for expert. All right. The bigger bandage. Always makes me nervous. Okay. Go for broke. No. Nope. That is what it is. So I don't give you anything. Yeah, on the plus side, you don't hurt, so. I mean, unless I hero point it. Up to you. We get more hero points now. If <laughs> we, <laughs> I only rolled a five for a 16. I think I'm going to go ahead and hero point it because I want to make sure that you get some hit points back just in case he pops back and decides to stab us again. So, uh, okay, I want Adria to live. Frick, oh. frack. Mm. <laughs> I rolled an eight for a 19. So you still don't Ow. get anything. Yeah. So close. So close. <sighs> it's a good try. So, okay. I was rolling okay. so well the last turn. <laughs> it gave you a false sense of security. From Vittoria, we go to Lucia. Okie dokie. Into the hall I go. 25. I am right next to this man. Uh, yep. does, he have does he have cover from this like uh, wall here? Is it like a full yes. floor yes. wall? He has okay. lesser cover. Okay. Um, I will try another knockdown attack to just put him hey. on the ground. Because <laughs> yeah. it worked really well the first time. Yep. So he does have some cover. So we'll see if I can hit him. Hey, wow. I roll a 16 for a 30. <laughs> hey, there we go. A 30 to nice. strike your target. All right. And then athletics check to uh, put him on the ground. Uh, it's an 11 for a 23. A 23 will not succeed. Ooh. So you hit him. You just don't trip him. Yeah. You, yeah. you hit him. You do your damage. But so go ahead and bounce your damage there. So he takes seven points of damage. Yeah. I mean, still, you make him bleed his own blood. Mm. Yeah, it's not lethal. He bleeds a little bit. I mean, it still stings. Oh, it definitely would yeah. sting. <laughs> yeah. From Lucia, we go to Cesare. Cesare will follow everyone out into the hall. Mm. So it's 30 feet to there. 
So you run 30 feet out into the hallway. You can see everyone arrayed. You can see Lucia, like, whipping her whip around the corner at someone, although I don't think you can actually draw a line of sight to the man. No. I'm going to move around over to here. And then with my last action, I'm actually going to call Raven over to me so she's back in on my person. Okay. Raven rushes over, hops up. He kicked me! And don't worry, I'm going to kill him. Well, I mean, that, that wasn't necessarily necessary, <laughs> but... <laughs> Not for a kicking me, at least. Just kicking yeah. one time. I guess getting revenge for all the people that were murdered. Yes, that's that's fair. Uh, bring us to Niccolo. All right, Niccolo begins the slow trudge outside as, unfortunately, I am in heavy armor, so... Oh, gosh. Let's see here. That's 15, 20... So I have to use two move actions to get next to him. Interpose yourself between him and Cesare, so <laughs> probably yeah. a good idea. Yeah, well, exactly. I was if he lunged at me, he was going to bleed his own blood, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, he still could he if he goes around me. In one me. Round. <laughs> yeah. I will attempt to grapple this gentleman. Oh, nice. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Classic Nico wrestling. All right. <laughs> oh. Uh, the dice just don't. I do, but I have to declare it before Ow. I go. And honestly, like a 10 plus eight, I don't know if, if that would have cut it anyway. That's fair. That's fair. So <laughs> it's honestly, I didn't roll that much lower than if I had a Shuraise. It's just I rolled a two for a 15 because this is not Nicola's day. A 15 <laughs> will not succeed as Nicola rounds the corner, tries to grab out at this guy. Bring us to Lex. Yep. Uh, so he'll start with a strike. At Niccolo, bringing his dagger around. Yeah. Doing one of those snagging strikes, if you will. Oh, jeez. No. Ooh, that's only a 22. A 22 does not hit me. Hey. Ah, jeez. hit me. Grace. Yeah, he cannot get purchase. Yeah, it clings off of the uh, heavy armor that we've borrowed from Octavio. <laughs> that's fair. Pulls the weapon back, and he's going to go ahead and stab again. Huh. All right. Fair enough. He does seem to enjoy himself when he do when he's doing this. It's that uh, that slow is really messing him. Yeah, seriously, that was pretty clutch. Slow's always uh, good. Stabs the second time with a twenty-eight though. A twenty-eight does hit me, so that is a normal hit, but it still hurts. Uh, stabs you for seven points of damage as the blade does manage to finally find purchase digging ah. into your shoulder. All right. Uh, he wrenches the blade free, taking six more points of uh, acid damage. Although he finally manages to shake off the persistent acid. Uh, well, still, it did quite a bit of extra damage besides. So. Yeah, I did. The man rips his blade free. You're going to pay for your crimes. He smiles bloodily over towards Niccolo, brings up the dagger, licks his tongue along the bloodied edge. Ew. And that would take us to Adria. Oh, no. But instead. Oh, no. We'll pick it up here next time. No! no! Ba -da -ba 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 -da. Ah, dang it! Ah, time. Rude. Nice. Screw you, dude. Nice. I don't know. I'm not standing next to him ever again. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath. 